Sean, you're also dealing with a slightly buzz Casey, so it's going to be a good day. Oh, perfect. Yeah, wifey and I had two bottles, so it's going to be... Oh, snap. Yeah. Toasty today, my guy. Casey was made. (laughs) Hey, everybody, put nine months on the clock. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Sean. (laughs) Here we go. Hello and welcome to the Chef Salt Support Podcast with your host Casey and Sean. We're your weekly home for culinary news, insights, tech musings, and everything in between. Yes, yes, yes. You can also catch us recording and streaming on YouTube at Chef Salty Pork Podcast. Please like, comment, and subscribe to get up-to-date notifications of when we are broadcasting live. Like right now. Right meow. Sean, real quick. Guess how much this little tin of saffron is? Um, Off topic. Your firstborn child. Is it though? Like, but can you remember how much these tins cost? I think we bought a couple at the restaurant, but I don't remember if we did or not. Couple hundred, if I'm not mistaken. Buck twenty two. Buck twenty two is this little booger right here. I used. I don't know. I feel like a a strand or two of it in your (laughs) rice. I feel like I'm about to like show you some dime bags. Sean, that's $122 worth of saffron right but there. But how much and is it in Dogecoin? <laughs> I mean, it's cents, right? So what? That's like a couple hundred shares maybe? Because it's like 34 cents right now? Wow, I, I can't it, do math. It, 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 it fell that far? Math. Fell that far. So here's the thing too, Sean. So I bought it at... I bought it at 64 cents. I thought I was going to go up to a dollar. Now right. I'm down about 800 or 900 something bucks right now. I'm not selling. I'm just saying uh, if people are in the same boat, because um, I, I sold quite a bit and I, I gained quite a bit, but I, I am not selling. And so that sucker goes to now. But anyway, Sometimes needless to the case. You don't go to the moon. You only yeah, go man. to the end of the block. <laughs> <laughs> Crypto is taking a dump. Even Bitcoin. Yo, did you see the Bitcoin price right now? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of weird stuff happening with Bitcoin. I saw <laughs> one clearinghouse was just like, was mistakenly uh, depositing millions of dollars into people's it's wallets. It's just like, what is going on? I don't know what's going on, but all I know is it took a dump. Not a big deal. I wish I have 37 grand right now to buy one, but I don't. Um, but oh, Sean, did you get this too? Uh, I was, I was, um, I got a notification from my old company. Um, since we no longer work there, maybe I was out there earlier than you were. I got the notification that our 401k is now terminated. Did you get that notification? I did not. Nah. I did not. So maybe oh, you'll get it soon. But I, I got the notification and I had to take my funds out. In the next three months, and I did. I I, I applied for the form, uh, but just uh, just to make note, if you are going to roll over, I I know this is like our kind of uh, our catch up of the week. But if you are going to transfer your funds, your old four hundred one k, which is a traditional, right. to a different IRA or whatever savings, you need to make sure it's a rollover account. That's the main the rollover. IRA. I'm teaching you life right here, hey. Sean. I did not know this. Open I opened a people. traditional, right? Oh no. Um, they're like, I can't. We can't roll it over because it needs to be a rollover IRA. I'm like, great. 
now I have money sitting, so I have to wait for that to complete. But none, nonetheless, um, Sean, how's your week? Let's just start with that. Oh yeah, my week's been pretty good. Um, yeah. So how was yeah, your first yeah. week? So yeah, I started um, my first week at unnamed company. Um, Ooh. So, so so far so good, man. You Hell know, yeah, uh, bro! I've definitely been received uh, by everyone super duper well. Why why can't mm. I do this right now? Um, <laughs> no, nah, it's been it's been in. I'm the drunk one, Sean. Sort of drunk. <laughs> yeah, I am definitely sort not drunk. Um, yeah, it's nah, been nah, yeah. Uh, an enlightening experience, you know, um, working for a digital platform and working from home is completely different than, you know, how you and I were working together, which was definitely mm. not in home and definitely not um, in uh, digital fashion. You know, we were, yeah. you know, working side by side uh you know in 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 the kitchens and you know in our Mm. in our offices but um and it's been a bit of an adjustment but um i see i see the promise for for the future for you know what the company is providing and you know Mm. the opportunity for me to kind of leverage you know my 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 talent and you know the opportunity man it's it I, i think it's gonna it's gonna be pretty pretty dope if if this first yeah, week is any indication of what's to become. Yeah, I feel like I landed at a pretty good place. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were telling me about y'all have game nights. I'm like, what? What the fuck? Yeah. Am I yeah, missing yeah, about this? Yeah. Like what? Again, you know, it's just again, it is it's very interesting to see how um, you know a company where no one is you know. Um, working in the same space you know how they try to leverage that and build community in different ways you know Mm. so yeah one of which is a a, a running um a running game night where um from what i can see people play like among us and some other stuff like i actually hopped in there for a couple of minutes the other night and it was cool because again because these People are pretty cool and, um, you know, very welcoming. It was the first, despite the fact I play a lot of video games, it was the first time I played Among Us and everyone was really, really cool, cool about that as well. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm definitely looking forward to getting in there the next time they run and uh, hopefully staying alive a little bit, (laughs) a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. Very, very fun environment. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Fun, fun, yeah, fun environment, and um, staffed with people that are, you know, it's uh, that need to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, ah, oh, it feels like a dream. So before we do yeah. get into the meat and potatoes of it, Sean, I just sure. want to tell you about my week. Um, it was a crap week, first of all. Um, I'm sorry to hear that, bro. Yeah, 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 man. Um, so the, the way I, we program the show, if you've been, if you've been listening to this for everybody, um, I, you've noticed how I was like, I was displeased with how we were going and I can spill this some tea right now. I was displeased with the work environment. Um, I m- briefly mentioned last week how there was some kind of issues that's arriving today. We're actually discussing why employees quit bosses not their jobs and it's actually a pretty high statistic sean how do you feel how do you feel about this when i when i brought this up to you what was your initial 
reaction to this uh, to this topic that we're going to be talking about? Honestly, I was curious, um, mm. and then that's just because I can say from my um, you know my, my personal um, career path and journey, like I've never quit anywhere. Okay. I mean, I guess the the the, the closest that I've come to that was you know a few months. Back when, you know, our old restaurant was reopening, you know, I declined mm-hmm. to come back, you know, but I've never like up and quits from someplace, you know. Mm. It's um, so. So, yeah. So I was curious to see, you know, what 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 the numbers were behind, you know, people's decisions when it comes to, you know, uh, making those decisions in mass. I mean, I've certainly yeah. heard some 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 horror stories, and you know, seeing people empowered to kind of, you know, make the you know the the moves they need to to kind of mm. you know grow and shape their careers. But I mean, what did you what did you find? I mean, I, again, you know, not not to found. be for yeah, 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 foreshadowing yeah. some talk, but <laughs> clearly this Got was um, you know, yeah, it was a this was a you know you you proposed it, and you know, I, and I know it's kind of like you know, personal to you. So yeah, take me, take me through this, man. Take me through it. So I'm going to take you to some sub. Before we do go though, Sean, let me read you some quotes. Okay. From, um, from our past restaurant, some reviews. Now, granted, I'm not going to show you that. Cause I think, I believe we're still in an NDA. I think it needs to be like three years after, like before we can physically say. So where we used to work. However, I mean, I can I can read it off right now. I'm going to read it so, off screen. Obviously, I'm not going to say it. So, so let me let me let me help you <laughs> help you help me. Are are you reading this information from a public place? Like, let's say, like Glassdoor. I am. I'm reading from okay, Glassdoor. Okay. I'm reading okay. it from uh, Yelp. All right. Okay. I'm reading so it you're gonna... from Open Table. Okay. So those locations. Um, okay. These are this some. One? Some reviews that All right. over and the these years are not necessarily your opinions or my correct. opinions. These are not ours. Indexable opinions <laughs> that could be found on the internet. I just, yes. just want to clarify you. I got that. You. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Not our words at all. I'm reading from someone else's review of our sure. former restaurant. Let me get um, a I'm let all... me get a paycheck before someone. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm reading three quotes. Sean. Okay. All right. All right. Um, so to give you a perspective, uh, Sean sure. and I were both at the restaurant. I started 2013. I don't remember. You came in like what? A few months later? Hey, well, I also started. I started. You started at the in, other location in Boston. Yeah. Yeah. I was up in Boston and that was also 20, 2013. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, both started the same year. Mm-hmm. Right. But you were just at a different location before you, you yeah, came. Yeah. Yeah. Over here on Stateside on ours. So this review, uh, I'm going to read three quick reviews. Okay. Uh, this one is from 2014. Okay. July okay. 2014. And this actually had a dish uh, beforehand that we, we we all loved. I'm not going to say the dish because you can just find us out where. Uh, sure. But the, the gist of it is uh, for their anniversary, this is a couple, uh, they decided to go on, our da- on their date night for a vegan fair. On their local restaurant, ours. I'm not okay. gonna say it, and it has some sort of uh, box contraption. That's all I can say. That's all okay. I can say. 
right? And then I'm going to quote, they pack the meal into a quart-sized container. And oh. then they kind of, it's like, um, have you ever seen Guy Fieri's little um, nacho bucket thing? Have you, yes. have you seen sure. that? Sure, sure. Same principle, but we do it with, um, let's just say, some item, some food items. I'm, I'm like being really vague here. Um, and let's just say that they had a great time. So that this okay. is yes. not necessarily verbatim on what they said, but they had a good time. Their review was positive. That was from okay. 2014. Okay. All right. I'm going to read you two reviews from when we were um, there as chefs. Um, and this is, I think this is, this is pretty good. 2019. Okay. Former dishwasher. It was hard to balance work and school. I didn't intend to work here too long. But decided to start working to make extra money, but injured my arm, was forced to quit. So that was one of their reviews. They gave us two stars for their experience. Okay. Uh, This was from 2016. This was when we were kitchen managers. Uh, (laughs) Good money to be made, horrible management. Oh, that hurts a little bit. Now, this is from four... This is a front of a house person, actually. Uh, I'm not going to read there what they say from verbatim. However, what they say is uh, the worst part of the job, the management treated their employees with bias knowledge. So meaning if you're more friendly with the manager, they gave you more priority than just being non-biased, everybody equal throughout. Sure. Okay. So that's the one. And then finally, uh, this is another one. Um they were saying how our location has been an institution for it, its um, its fanfare. I almost said the the, the food that we share, um, and they and we actually won several awards, like the Zagat Award, like seven years running for one of the best restaurants in a space uh, to eat out to um, if you're in the area. In a northern New Jersey area. So some some positive, some negative. Now we would actually, when we were talking about it before, we would actually get these reviews via our analytics. Right. Um, and we would actually see this not real time, but a week after you actually yeah. would see the review. We would we would again powwow together, but give you perspective on how and why some of the people kind of feel that way. And and it's it's very important because as managers we, we always want to be people-centric first, guest-centric, but specifically for our employees. It, it's not just all about the guest. I get it. We, we, we got we to gotta take care of them because they pay our bills. However, it's the people that work for us that gets the, the entire place kind of moving and working as a machine. And everybody's making money, having a good time, right? So the most common, when I, when I researched this, Sean, the most common statistic is just about over 80%. And this was done, and I'm, and I'm quoting, and I'm, this is actually from Indeed. This is, um, this is their, uh, what you call that? This is their blog post. Uh, over 80% of people, and this is taken from like a, I think like a study group of 3,000. Um, okay. They're saying over 80% said it's not even about the pay. That's only 12% of people that said that why they quit their jobs, but it's about how their bosses treated them during their work at said environment. How do you feel about this? Well, I think that makes sense. I, I think that makes sense. I, I would I would think for the most part, it wouldn't be 
about the pay why people quit because for the most part when you walk into the door you know you have an understanding of how much you're gonna get paid mm-hmm. right so you like already know you, it you yeah can, uh, uh, unless through some means um either that that work is gonna get devalued or you're going to get paid less i would i would probably remove that as a reason why people would outright want to leave their mm-hmm. their job so now you know when you're committing this amount of uh, time or effort to to a place i mean you want to feel like your contribution is valuable and um the most obvious way that you're going to um see that is um you know how that is appreciated by the people who are setting out you know put, putting tasks in front of you right so mm. so you're you know you're your manager it's just it's a staggering number think about it like if you think okay i've been i've been at it 19 years i've been mm. i think 13 locations my entire lifetime um, working in the restaurant business. And I don't want to say 80% I've quit of my bosses, but a good five of those I actually did quit because of my bosses. So at least for me, that's like 60%. So it's pretty close to that number, if you think about it. And my most my most pet peeve, and Sean, you know this, we, we both work in the same, uh, same building together. Um, and this is my first point, right? And I'm actually going to quote it right here on it. And I'll bring it up to the screen. Uh, lack of communication. Before I do read this little mini paragraph, Sean, let's talk about communication. How important is it for communicating to your peers and to however your staff is or to whoever? How does that trickle down from the head to the workers? How it should rather not now how it would. But how should it trickle down um, to our staff? It, it, it should be. <laughs> it should be clear. Um, it should be consistent, um, if possible. Like that communication needs to um, be catered to the recipient, and and in the spaces in which we worked, you know, that might mean um, providing an opportunity to to present it in a different language or, or, or in a simplified fashion for, for someone to be able to ingest it. Um, it should be provided with an opportunity, um, to discuss it if it, you know, if if it needs more clarification and Mm -hmm. yeah, it, it needs, it needs feedback and it also needs refining depending on what, um, the information Mm-hmm. Is it's like a per it's like a per basis kind of thing. Like it really needs to be suited to whoever you're communicating it. I I, I I'm a firm sure. believer that it's not one suit fits all. It, it needs to be put specifically so how people can relate, and that's how we become good managers, right? How how we communicate better. So to just kind of reiterate it, I will read this information for you. Uh, lack of information will quickly cause disengagement. And I, I've, I've noticed this. I, and you would too. If you don't communicate better, you're like, ah, oh, fuck it. They didn't tell me this. Blah, blah. And you, you automatically just feel down uh, after it. But the presence of consistent communication does quite the opposite. 
and their little infographic here reveals that 43% of highly engaged employees receive feedback on a weekly basis. And on our prior company, what we had, we had a, not a budget meeting. We had a budget meeting monthly. We had uh, our inventory on Mondays. And that's like a phone call, right? We had our Wednesday powwow, kind of, with our execs and our COs. And then anything in regards to like the weekend, if something was not communicated properly, there's an email right away. But that's how our company worked. And I I appreciated that train of thought and that communication level all throughout. How do you think? I think you're also missing, yeah, you're also missing some stuff there too, because, you know, that's how, um, information made its way into our building from, you know, for, from up on high, Mm -hmm. but you also got to talk about like how information was disseminated, um, in our building, you know, to the people who needed to receive it. So Mm. yeah, you know, there's some information that's going to come in through emails or other communications or through like regularly structured, um, meetings that you know, certain, certain times, but, you know, when we're breaking that down to our staff, I mean, you're having like daily roll-up meetings, you know, specific trainings, if it's about that. And, um, you know, generally at those roll-up meetings, especially when it came to uh, matters for the front of the house, you know, there was a bit of an open forum for, you know, discussing things and clarifying things and getting some, getting some feedback, you know, that could uh, make its way back upstream, you know, if and when necessary. Do you think that form of open forum helps with a one-on-one kind of thing or like everybody in the same space so everybody kind of knows the what's happening kind of deal? How do you feel about this? I think it depends on what the information is. I think it it really depends. I think... Because there's, so let's take, um, we'll use, an ex- what's an example we can use? So let's talk about like a new menu rollout. Okay. Right. Okay. So, you know, obviously um, some of those specs are going to come from, you know, uh, the corporate um, company and it's going to be presented mm-hmm. to us in a, in a few different ways, right? We're going to get pictures, we're going to get menu specs, we're going to get, um, maybe um, specific information about the actual ingredients and where things are sourced mm. from, right? Um, all of that information is important, but depending on where the information is going to go when it trickles down and filters um, to different parts of our restaurant, you know, maybe it's not so um, important to highlight all of that depending on who's going to receive it. So, Mm. you know, getting into the minutiae about cooking temperatures is not necessarily going to be great for, let's say, a front of the house server. But being that specific about, you know, timings is going to be definitely more helpful for, let's say, a cook. But also, like, you know, maybe having a conversation about where that protein or those starches or those vegetables are sourced from um, Mm. is going to be more important to, like, a a server because, you know, they can take that information and use that as um, 
a value add or, you know, um, you know, to, 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 to sell that, that item at the table, whereas someone who's cooking the food doesn't necessarily need to know that, hey, this, this specific food was <laughs> wild caught as opposed to it not, unless it really does um, re- reflect um, in some way that they need to prepare the food, right? So, you know, mm. in that circumstance, you might say like, hey, no, this is wild caught. Like, it needs to be cooked to this particular internal temperature, you know, mm. to make sure that it's safe for consumption, yeah. you know. That's another thing we'll talk about at some point, surf safe um, certificates. Because I, I think it's it's important that... Um, People in management should take this class, even though it's monotonous. We've both taken it several dozen times already. I've taken yeah. it over, I think, like eight times, over almost nine times already. Uh, six of which was with our former company because they renew it every three years instead of five. So it's right. like uh, I was just like, why? Why am I renewing this again? Like I, I don't understand. But I get the practices, and they're a little more, um, a little more strict. And some of the restrictions. Sure. Okay. So what we, when we're talking about like how the information is trickled, but then how do you, there's another, obviously I have several articles in front of me. Um, There was another article talking about before we even get the employees into our building, um, we need to already create the environment, but also in their first few weeks of being hired, we actually as managers to fine tune how we can how we can picture where they're supposed to be or how they function there should be repeat questions or like specific questions to kind of know how they they function right so one of our i think I, i've spoken quite a few or bits of them carl i i will use carl as an example one of our most colorful employees ever Love you, carl. to grace our periods love that guy i actually called him today uh, for some info, but anyway, Carl, um, extremely creative person, um, very well in taking information, but sometimes often forget, right? So that that's one of one of his strong suits and one of his down suits, and I cater to that responsibility of always reminding him, not 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 um, I not talking down to him. I was like, hey, girl, by the way, did you remember? And this is how you approach somebody. Um, in, in, a, in a different fashion instead of just like hey you forgot to do this it's like hey Carl did you remember that we were supposed to do XYZ and he responds well to that and, I, and I've noticed that and I make note of it Some most of our other cooks if you're just like hey where did this go they're like oh I, I'm sorry I forgot that's how they respond better to you so the follow up question Sean can, Show me some light here. So I'll read it to you right now. And this is from WC for business, uh, whole life challenge. But these are some of the questions that they would ask before we hire employees. What are some favorite projects you've done at your previous job that you can tell me about? Sean, pretend you're the employee and I'm the employer. How would oh, you wow. so, answer okay, this so, so I'm, I'm gonna We're doing some role playing. Now. We're doing, yeah, we're doing with the employee. What are some of my favorite products that I've done at- Projects, mm-hmm. Hmm, that I've done at other jobs and I'm interviewing to be a cook. <laughs> cool. All right. Um hmm. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about uh 
coming up with creative ways to set up and organize my prep station, you know, and, you know, realizing what what works for me and is in compliance um, that uh, saves time and makes all makes these new efficiencies. You know, maybe I would talk about something along along those lines as like a project beyond, you know, mm. um, just doing what uh, the the the. <laughs> the job probably calls for which is you know chopping some lettuce or cutting mm. up some lemons right but like yeah maybe maybe i would talk about that as an indication okay. that you know i'm interested in doing a bit more than you know what what you're bringing me in for especially mm. if it's gonna empower empower me to do more while i'm there yeah so i took that as you're somebody that will already do the right thing and think of other responsibilities that you can improve upon just being in your station. Like I already know you're that person. So just by having to answer, to ask that question to you, I already know those two things. And we're, I, I, I say that because I've known you for quite a bit and we're the same <laughs> person. So we're like, I'll, it's like literally a spitting image, uh, whatever I say to you. Sean, you want to read the second question? You want to ask this to me? Sure. Or whatever. So, so Casey, please tell me about some moments at work when you felt the most energized and driven to deliver. Um, you know, I was high on some some crack. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I was just, oh man, I was so buzzed. I was just ready for for everything. Now, disclaimer, I don't I don't do any drugs. I, I'm not making fun of people doing it. I'm just I'm just trying to give an example. Um Sean, I'm just I'm so hardwired. I'm I'm ready to work. 18 hours nothing. I get that done. How do you feel about that that answer to that question, Sean? I mean, are you scratching your neck while you tell <laughs> me? <laughs> Cuz uh, I mean I am not. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you know what? Like, what I will say is, uh, well, Casey, um, you won't be expected to work 18 hours uh, <laughs> here, um, but I'm, but I'm glad to to, to hear that you you do find ways to stay energized and motivated. Um, uh, unfortunately, you won't be able to do any crack on <laughs> our premises. So that's a red flag, by the way. If you, yeah, 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 we don't, we don't do that, but. You can really get into somebody's brain by just asking some off questions. And my favorite to ask, actually, what kind of passions do you like to fulfill? I said, like, what what are your hobbies? Like, what do you do? And don't be just blunt about it. It's like, hey, man, I, I notice you're pretty tall. Do you play basketball, some football, maybe play soccer, maybe some kind of sports? Or maybe do you golf? I don't know. I think that's mad boring. But I, it kind of gives me into the mindset, like, what does this person do? Sure. And then that, that's actually how we both um, kind of connected. Uh, you played ball. I played ball. I'm like, oh, my God, we're the same person. And then you're like, oh, my God, have you heard about video games? I'm like, oh, my God, that's like my <laughs> life story. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. And that, I mean, that became I, I, I definitely think that 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 line of that line of questioning can give you some 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 real insights about, you know, what, what makes that person that person tip. Because, again, mm-hmm. like knowing your beyond beyond those hobbies like knowing what you like to get into outside of work definitely informs how you how, how your your work ethic and your energy there like i know you mm-hmm. to be a very passionate and creative person and it is mm-hmm. it definitely comes through when when even when, whenever you're doing 
damn near anything. And like, I just <laughs> don't want to, you know, <laughs> sound like I'm, I'm gassing you up, but it's just true, right? Like, I can see um, in the way that you um, create your music, or you mm. know, you, um, you know, you know, make, make your art. It like it shows through in the way that like you present your food. Like mm. it, it's it's just true, and the care the care that comes with doing it well, and the pride you have in in being able to express and show that. So like those things uh, definitely um, work well in the environment in which we work because like mm. you know um, or we work because it's to become an expert in that space. Um, requires um, the passion and the, de- the dedication, and also like the dexterity. Mm. You know, so I mean, yeah, yeah definitely, I know, I know that you're definitely would, me up, but like I no, feel yeah, the same. I mean, way again, it's not too, not that you know? I not, I'm not saying that like, hey, if I were the head chef or you know the hiring manager of a restaurant, that I would be screening people out that don't have those. Mm. Um, pen- particular um skills but it it, you know but i'd be raising an eyebrow you know for those people that do because i know like how how that could potentially you know um be a benefit in 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 that environment Mm -hmm. now i i I believe we've both done it together at least at one point at the the latter end of our career in that same restaurant uh, when we both interviewed people. But like, how did you go about finding employees when you were the one interviewing them? What are some of the questions that you would ask them to kind of find and feel how they were going to function in our space? I mean, well, I'm going to say like our, our, our last stint at that particular restaurant we were at together was, um, was, was, was definitely a different circumstance, you know, because like, Mm -hmm. you know, I felt like, we knew we were closing, um, you know, resources were dwindling and we were hiring for, for need. And, you know, um, so it didn't feel like we had the the breadth of candidates that maybe we might have had during some some other periods of time. Mm. So I'll kind of talk about the other the restaurant, you know, that, that I worked at to, to kind of answer this question. Mm. Um, but so for for there, you know, the questioning I was asking was uh, about like how you're gonna manage stress, just because I yeah. knew like the volume was significantly higher, Correct. you know. And I'd be trying to figure out questions about like, you know, how did you how did you like to work? Did you like to work by yourself? Did you like to work in tandem? Like, you know, how mm-hmm. in the past how 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 quickly have you been able to kind of um, pick up and adjust to new to new concepts, you know, mm. and, you know, the answers to those questions will kind of, inc- you know, incline me to go one way or the other in the hiring process. I mean, obviously you're taking into consideration, you know, um, someone's experience, but, mm. you know, just given the particulars of that other restaurant, like knowing how you're going to deal with the volume, you know, it would, 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 would definitely um, inform you about whether or not you'd be able to to to, to stick. Mm. But that's what I mean. Like you already understood what needs to be 
happening in your restaurant. You, you're fully aware of it. So you're asking specific questions to kind of gauge how they're going to perform in that specific space. And I think that's a skill that is not really necessarily taught. That is a, a learned skill from you adapting to, to different um, locations and stresses. Like I mentioned before, we, we make the amount that we make because we can handle more stress than most. Um, as chefs, I believe that's a true statement um, and everything else. But moving on, though, uh, we should become leaders, not micromanagers. Uh, that's, a, that's, a tall, that's a tall glass. How do you feel about this? Because there's, there's two ways about it. Some people, like really, some people do like the micromanaging so they can keep track and, you know, um, be more on top of things. But I, I, for me, for me, one of my pet peeves is like, hey, did you do this like five minutes ago? Like, bro, I told you I'm going to take care of it. Do you not trust me? Or is this, are you just saying it because you need some kind of, or do you, do you feel like you need to be in a pedestal? I, I take, I, not, not necessarily offense, but I get irked in my brain ever so slightly when somebody keeps mentioning, it's like a jab at you, you know, like a, a consistent flow. I'm like, bro, like it, it's going to get handled. I promise you that you should trust me on this. I've been at this for quite a while. Um, it's kind of hurtful that you don't trust me on this. But let's, let, again, the statement is become a leader, not a micromanager. How do you think we should go about this? I mean, personally, I don't like to be micromanaged. I mean, I like to get um, quality feedback and, mm, you know, and sooner rather than later. So you can kind of adjust. But honestly, I feel like it's one of those things where like over time you can hopefully you can engender that trust Mm -hmm. right and honestly it also comes down to setting realistic expectations um if you're the manager with your with your staff um about how how and how and when they should be producing whatever you're looking them for them to produce right so if that's mm. consistent then people know you know like how they should be measuring up and if it's consistent then i think they'll be more open to um feedback on you know how they can how, how they can bridge the gap if they're not making it or um also, they'll, they're going to feel empowered to explain how they're working in ways to kind of exceed their production goal, if you know, if that's if that's the, the, the measurement. But mm. I think, again, like you can you can be a leader in, in a few different ways. Right. Like you, you can be a leader by showing by by example. But depending on the structure of your organization, you might not be able mm. to do that. Right. Like. Correct. Let's and say if, if it's you're the union, judge, you can't touch. Yeah, that's yeah. That's like if true. you're if you we can use like you know our our former restaurant structure, right? Like if you're the GM of the restaurant, you can show your front of the house staff that you know they're supposed to um, treat the guests with a certain um, measure of um, hospitality. And they should have a certain measure of um, knowledge about the products that you're trying to sell, right? Mm. But the GM can't be expected to, like, 
be in the weeds at every table with every guest taking every order, right? Like at some point you need to empower, you know, your, your, your servers and your bartenders to be able to be competent to do that. And, you know, but that GM also needs to be able to kind of take a step back and, you know, assess where there are gaps and then, you know, address it, address it when possible, you know? And, and again, if they find that like these gaps are, you know, um, broader than issues with maybe one or one or a few different people, then like devise a plan that communicates that to the staff at large that like, Hey, no, we actually need, we're doing this in this way, but we need to do it in this way. Or, if we did this in this way, things could be better in X, Y, and Z ways, right? Like, mm, you know, you find definitely. a way to to correct and and, and, and motivate and um, you know reward that 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 positive behavior, even if it's not necessarily like here is a token for your efforts. Again, you could just explain it like, hey, if you are more knowledgeable about the menu um you're going to be in a better position at the table to upsell if you upsell you're going to be in a better position to get better tips if you get better tips you're going to make more money the restaurant makes more money it provides more opportunity and you know and then the snowball you know kind of rolls rolls from there Mm. so leading up all to this right Mm -hmm. and i'll I'll spill some tea in, in a final moment but here is another here's another um, article from Forbes.com, actually. Here mm-hmm. are some of the things you should do instead to become a better manager. Because as we're talking, because we are two chefs, right? We've managed people. And you can even tell from our, if you call any of our staff, I can guarantee you right now, with 100% of my being, they will tell you, uh, Casey and Sean really will work with you on the line. They don't talk down to you. Um, they will help you and they will get it done. Like, I, I think that's the 100% what they will say. There's no ill talk. There's no this or that. They could have done this better or somebody back talks like this. Like, we are consistent all throughout. And we even let our cooks know every single day. This is how we function. This is how we're going to roll from day one. And that's this is what's going to be expected of us. As managers, I think that's the best in my, in my opinion, a compliment, even though they don't say it, I can definitely feel that they're like, I appreciate you for coming every day and showing up and always being consistent in what you are. So consistency is definitely a good one. But here is, let me read some of this uh, article right there. Uh, share your style of management with your team. Like be up front, like what, what I just mentioned. A manager may come across pushy, but uh, if they explain that uh, they hold you in high regard, this is another one, accountability. Um, and uh, again, I'll take uh, Carl, for example, um, he became, I scheduled him primarily on Saturdays as a swing shift. Swing shifts are pretty hard because when they come in around 11 or maybe 1130, they're helping us do the push for the line and also prepping for the nighttime because Saturdays are busiest day. That's how we program them, but also doing other works like trucking and sometimes being just on 
on the line itself to push for expo because sometimes Sean and I will do uh, some business in office really quickly to get some orders done or something for the last minute details or we have to button up something that really needs a fast prep for any anything in the line. But clear expectation and actually hold people accountability is another one. But it, it's also really helpful uh, to let your team know the goals and objectives and benchmarks of what you need done right there and there. Again, communication is key to all this and clear expectations and be consistent. I keep saying this because Sean, here's a team, right? So it's been three weeks. I've been for, for not foreshadowing, but I've been just slowly declining my interest in my, in my company because uh, the communication is not there. Um, Sean, can you guess why that communication is not there? <laughs> Do you want me to guess or say it? Because I mean, because I or you can you can say it, but like just I mean because let's, because um, I know. Let's play um, devil's advocate. Let's kind of like pretend like you know what they're what's happening on their end. Let's just say it. let's give them benefit of doubt. Let's just say you're the GM. Well, actually, you can't do that. I'll, I'll just say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So How the, about, yeah. So the GM, the GM does not know what he's doing. Let's just say that. Okay, the, the information coming from high up does not translate well from the bottom. So I'll give you an example. Um, last week, we have this thing on the weekends. Uh, on Saturday, this event that, that happens every week. And he lets us know literally Friday night what if that menu is because we submit a menu on Tuesday. If that menu is approved or not or whatever, there's no communication there whatsoever. So if it if it goes okay, cool. If it doesn't, we'll still push it because it's the menu we represented. And then afterwards, I like Saturday night. I was like, oh, I didn't really want this menu. Like, what kind of communication is that? Like, you you didn't tell us otherwise. Like, what is going on? So that's a consistent behavior for that GM. And then secondly, the owner is the same way. So how do we? <laughs> how, how can I manage the store with, with no communication? And most specifically, too, they like to spring on events last minute. And I, I have a pet peeve about this. I cannot stand. I don't like the feeling of, oh, by the way, there's 100 people today. Uh, okay, with what food am I going to serve them? Sean, this is like the, the most... This is like the most annoying feeling in the world when you don't have said food that's prepared and a hundred people event is happening literally today. Okay, well, who am I going to order this from? They're like, well, make it happen. Cool, I'll go to Restaurant Depot right now and try to make this happen in a span of three hours because you decided to spring on an event like this last minute. I, I, I hate this with a passion. I, I do not... I do not understand why they do this, but the, needless to say, um, today is my last day with that company. So I, I am no longer employed in this restaurant. This is today's my last day. Um, not just myself, the exec is also gone. A couple of the cooks, the dishwasher, and the food and bev director because of this exact issue. One issue. <laughs> One issue. Um, I'll spill the tea in a little bit more in a little bit. But Sean, how do you feel about that that little statement that I just made, though? Well, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a, it's a clear uh, communication breakdown. Um, obviously, um, 
I mean, considering the place in which you were you were working, I mean, it's not a traditional um, restaurant, right? Where like Correct. there's the Correct. expectation that you know anyone could walk through these doors, and you need to mm-hmm. be, um, you know, you need to set yourself up for success with the understanding of that. When it comes mm. to um, producing and providing a, a hospitality experience for a known quantity, uh, yeah, it's probably the easiest thing to do, right? So if you know, <laughs> right, like, hey, we've got an event on Saturday or Sunday or Thursday for 20 mm. guests, 100 guests, 1,000 mm. guests, right? Yeah. Then you can start to do... Um, all of the planning you can gather the resources you you buy yeah. resources i mean like your, your 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 human resources right like you can make sure you have enough people there to produce this yeah stuff, oh my god right? the people too you have enough time to prep you know you're gonna know exactly what um uh how you're gonna execute it and how much it's gonna mm. cost you to execute it right uh, yes that's another the thing one. again is like when it comes to managing um an event like that again it's like you could know like hey we'll we'll just say we had a hundred people coming in and Mm. we're gonna make 105 hamburgers right like you could know that right or we we've got a hundred people coming in it's this type of event you know they're gonna be people that um have these particular um wants and needs we can scale mm. in this way right we'll know that like we can use this equipment for this amount of time to produce these things we can have yeah. cooling in this way you know like you can figure out like do we have enough plates for this thing like yeah, all these all too. these things that like you know, are we going to have someone there to watch these things when it's all said and done, you know, and you can figure out, you know, and, and scale your business accordingly. So um, considering the nature of the establishment in which you are working and how from the outside looking in, it would seem that um, planning and providing events is central to that part of their business. It seems like a significant breakdown that they were not communicating this information um as soon as as soon as possible but again you know this like again i'm way outside the walls i'm not even on that side of the 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 water (laughs) but Mm. yeah it's just like you know it's the reason why you would say like hey if you're trying to have an event like this we need to know about it x amount of time in advance yeah you need to be able to deposit X amount of money in advance, mm. you know, so that like we know you're serious about doing this. Yeah. You know, because that, like it's not about it's not, like, it's not it's not so as annoying. cheap as just making sure I got a hundred and five hamburgers and a hundred and six hamburger rolls because one of them is mm. going to fall on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Of you know, like you need to you need to be able to figure out how you're going to execute all of that because you want, you know, if they're paying for you to produce this thing, they have an expectation of how well it should go. And if you're producing it, you should have an expectation of how well it's going to be received. So, yeah, they should, um, with their next staff, because obviously it seems like the majority of you guys are not going to be there, they should be trying to figure out the best ways to um, institute some sort of communication and and workflow that's going to produce the best experience 
It's the, and that's exactly what it is. Lack of communication on their end led to so many abruptions and just headaches and sleepless sleepless nights pretty much 100 hour work weeks because of last minute things i mentioned this i was sick for for pretty much a week um i'm overly tired even there's that one week where we skipped uh, a pod because i was just exhausted yeah. uh, it caught up to me well, uh, but then again you know i'm a little old sean but um i'm just saying it, the body's not like that anymore i can't do that no longer but it's just it's paying a toll on you so in my brain, I was like, why, why do I have to suffer, right? Not just myself, like my staff. Why do we have to suffer because of your lack of information and creating the events? And then, oh, and I, didn't, I didn't let you know about this. Um, they would also then say, well, how much money did we make? So we would provide numbers, how the, how the event went, what the food, food cost percentage was, um, but they were like, well, how did you get that number? Then we would get this. So needless to say, they had no experience. Nikki and myself, Nikki's exact, Nikki and myself were providing them with this experience that we've, we've honed over the years. We're like, this is how you gauge an event. This is how this all gets break broken down. You can't just make an event and be like, charge people. Oh yeah. You just need to pay 35 bucks when your food is going to cost you $72 per head does that make sense so like we we're yeah. at a loss already sure but you're programmed it for 35 bucks like that that's not how that works sure. you need to understand both sides and they don't want to want to understand it yeah. it is so frustrating to me why that is so that's one I, reason you and i both know hey man if you're trying <laughs> to uh get 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 some stuff it's a lot easier to to order from a cheaper and easier to get it from a supplier you know days out rather than days than the day of Mm -hmm. That's one reason. So sure. that's one reason why I quit. The the main reason why I'm quitting, and this is uh, or why I've quit rather. And I, I've told Sean this literally the day it happened. Um, the owner made some remarks, some racist remarks, and one of our staff overheard it. He is also of Asian descent, and I'm going to leave it as that. He overheard the owner say. Um, the racist remark, I'm not going to say it because we might have uh, an NDA or something about it or I don't want to get sued um, and I don't want to sue the, the company either. But let's just say they made an, uh, the owner made a racist remark. The, uh, our staff heard it, uh, mentioned it to us who are also Asian, Nikki and myself. Um, we took it to heart because that was a direct blow literally to us. Like, why, why are you going to say that literally to to, to make fun of to make fun of your chefs like is that is that the the work ethic you want to relate is that do you do you think we would want to work for you because because you said something like that so that night that when when it transpired right there and then we're like yeah I'm giving my two weeks the next day and which happened so that Monday we both handed it our two weeks it's like today well not technically it's supposed to be Sunday. But some other tea happened today, which I'm proud to share with you. So that's the main reason why we quit is because some, some, we're, we're not going to tolerate racism at all. I've already quit three jobs because of it. This is the third institution that I'm quitting. But the tea today, Sean, I think you'll appreciate this. Uh, you know I'm petty by nature. Um, I'm just that way. So I've, 
since we didn't sign an NDA nor a proprietary proprietary uh, to the company, meaning any of the recipes that we've created, any spec sheets or whatever, any form of that nature are ours to keep. Nikki and myself, uh, the chefs. We've removed said um, responsibilities and notes and spec sheets. Um, essentially, they can go fuck themselves. That's what it is. So, so let me, that let, menu... Let, I, I have a, a, real, a question for you because, you, know, you know, I was definitely disheartened when you told me, you know, what what, what was going on and what was happening. And uh, it's just ridiculous. When you and the other chef provided your notice was there a conversation then about what oh my god so there's the thing here's the thing sean and this is why i did sense of urgency last week so here's how it transpired transpired it happened on a sunday where we heard the racist remark okay i sent an email out immediately and the gist of it was if this happens one more time i will just walk out of the building no questions asked I will remove all my things, all my spec sheets. Know that this, if this, I do not tolerate this whatsoever. This happens one more time. I'm leaving. This is to the general manager, to the food and, food and bev director, to literally all the staff upstairs. Okay. It took them a week for the general manager to, to whatever, whatever vices he needed to do um, to speak to me to speak to Nikki, the exec, and to get stories all together. And then to, to start the conversation with, and this is where I became a yes man, and I've mentioned this to you. Um, uh, he started a conversation with, well, that's fucked up, first of all. Uh, second of all, um, I have a wife and kids, and I have 401k. I have a house. I have bills to pay. And I'm just like... Homie, that's what you're going to come at me, your first sentence. Like everybody in this building doesn't have that same circumstance. After that, I was just, I was immediately, I, I shut off. Whatever he said after that, and then I'm just like, uh-huh, mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, whatever you say. Uh-huh, cool. And I, and I was just like, this, this, is, this is how this company is going to run itself? So, so that's, me, that's the conversation. Let me, let me clarify. So you're saying that he said it was fucked up that you guys were leaving or he said it was fucked up that the owner said what he said okay all right just just trying to better better understand okay and then his position was like hey man it was it was fucked up what happened to you but yes exactly i got bills man uh, yeah yeah i was like what the uh, fuck are you fucking kidding me gotcha yeah. okay just, just just trying to understand that pissed me off to no end mm-hmm. uh nikki had the same conversation um, later on that day, literally, I was like, here's my two weeks. Or rather, here's my one week. I was like, I'll, I'll give you till end of week. That was last week. I'll give you till end of week. Here's my notice. Um, it's sad to, to be this way, but I, I am leaving the company. Um, the owner then spoke to me the following day. We had, we had a brief chat. Now he finally understood. And he didn't know that um, one of our staff caught him saying it. And blatant denial. I don't want to get into the details of the conversation. Sure, 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 sure. But let's just say, let's just say that he wasn't. He said that he didn't say what he said, and uh, that I should trust him, um, and that we don't really know each other for that long. But he's not that person. 
I'm like, look, I don't, I don't necessarily care, but um, as kitchen people, we can sell bullshit from a mile away. We really can. Like, it's just, it, it's a special skill that we hone over the years. Once we make managers um, as chefs, and you're like, yeah, no, you're, you're lying. So the 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 bullshit meter is just off the charts on that one. But I said, I'm still cordial. There, there's no bad, there's no ill. Uh, towards the conversation, but I'm just like, look, listen, I I'm not gonna be staying. It is what it is. Um, hopefully, you find somebody else rather quickly. But my last day is Sunday, which is this Sunday, the 23rd. Yeah. Um, and then Nikki, as well, uh, supposed to be his last his last day was this Sunday, the 23rd. Um, but yeah, that's how that um, that convo that convo ended. <laughs> It's insane. It's insane. That's why I'm quitting because of my boss. Because of That's my bosses. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry things happen like they happen. I think it's, yeah. I'm, I'm completely editorializing here, obviously. Mm, mm. Uh, but I think it's kind of telling uh, that the other manager wasn't even willing to. Um, advocate for the culture of the place right you know like it didn't have our backs yeah 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 yeah. i i mean just even (laughs) it's you know it's just like because it's like when you when you take that um and you also take the owner's um you know conversation that he had with you which is like yeah you know essentially trust me I'm not like that, right? But then, Mm. you know, the other manager's like, dude, uh, yeah, probably was like that, but I'm not rocking the boat. You know, it's like, look, I think people need to establish um, a consistent culture in their place. You know, like, it's it's, it's super important. Um, You know, people will then be able to know what they should expect from the environment. And hopefully it's one that is um, inviting and inclusive and one that uh, prioritizes, you know, respect for the work and for the individuals. Um, But yeah, man, I'm sorry that things went the the way because no one needs that. No one needs that. No one needs that. The job is hard already. No one needs... It's like, it's like, look, we all know, right? The job is hard. There's going to be times where, like, you're frustrated, right? And there's ways to vent that frustration Mm. that um, are acceptable, you know, and ways to vent your frustration about... Even, even, again, like when I was telling you, um, and again, without specifically saying what was said, what... Like there, there's even ways to talk about, you know, if there was an issue with how you guys were producing, there's a way to have a, a real conversation about that without bringing race or gender, ethnicity, sexual orientation, like because that has nothing to do with the the end result, how we right? produce food. Yeah, right. it's just like. And again, so you there, have respect no need for, for the it. individuals and respect for the work. It could have been a conversation. It's like, all right, well, okay, where was the gap? You were looking for this and we did this? Okay, cool. Like, 
in these circumstances, we thought that was acceptable or we knew it wasn't. And here's how we get to, you know, where we all need to go. But that requires that, like, you know, there is, again, respect for the work and the individuals. And clearly there was a, a, a lack of lack of respect. And, and that's all that, that's all you want from Sean. And it's from just my, like, it's just my opinion you know uh, a, a, a significant you know um culture issue as well and especially in which you know people don't feel empowered to you know speak up <laughs> without some measure of re- you know retribution you know and that sucks. Give you like full disclosure, like Nikki and I don't care. We we've had oh yeah. There's, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of experience there. Like we will find other employment. That's oh, not an issue. Sure. So, I mean, to I think all I can say is happy to have you guys, and I'm sure that like it'll be very soon before you know you're buttoning up your chef coat for you know another establishment. But nonetheless, that that ain't it. So you know. Um, this, this seems like there's a lot a lot of failings in how their organization structured and uh you know come sunday or you know shortly thereafter they'll have to figure out how to do things better yeah it was actually today we we gave our notices yeah. literally today we're not, we will no longer be returning uh there's some other tea that transpired today uh didn't happen to me cuz i was off today Mm-hmm. Um, but it ha- it happened with, on Nikki's side, and um, he felt extremely disrespected today, um, so much to, to his face. So um, that's six staff no longer employed there because of said work environment and because of how leadership is trickled down from the top. Um, so all I can say is good luck to the new chefs. Hopefully you're not treated like we were. Um, hopefully they learn from their lesson. Hopefully management learns uh, some kind of lesson or some kind of uh, not reprimand. But I, I, I don't want to ever intend ill will upon somebody. But I do want to intend for people to learn how to be better uh, at communicating and be better uh, towards other people. There's there's definitely different ways. To, to speak to somebody, not in a condescending way, not not in a in a in a fashion where you're 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 looking down at them. Like that's not it. That is not it. We're all playing for the same goal. We're all playing for the same team, supposedly. Um, why don't we all, you know, just take a second and lift each other up? Let's 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 discuss what failures we had. Let's correct it and let's move on from there. That's how management should be happening. Uh, at all locations, but sadly, that's not always the case. And that's why um, the title today are Why Employees Quit Bosses and Other Jobs and why it's such a high statistic, um, over 80% even uh, on some studies, but most typically averaging about 50 to 60%. Uh, people always leave their jobs because of bosses, not their jobs. But yeah, man, that is my experience. Hopefully that doesn't happen to you. As chefs, always, always be... Always be working for you, okay? Don't let anybody step on you. The job is extremely hard to begin with. Uh, There's no need for any of that negativity. No need for any of those racist remarks. Um, Just, you just want to work. You want to enjoy your time out of the space. And you just want to enjoy creating. 
And that's that's all we need. And some respect goes a little, you know, a little respect goes really a long way um, for everybody else. But yeah, as we close though, Sean, um, I know that's, that's a, this is a heavier this is a heavier episode. Like I spilled quite a bit, um, but hopefully uh, some better venues, uh, be, uh, ventures, venues, ven- opportunities. Right? Is that a, is that a word? Yeah, sure. opportunities. Opportunities is along the way. A word. Um, I already have some prospects working. Okay. Uh, Nikki also already has some prospects working. Like I said, our criteria, not our criteria, our our accolades are quite a bit on our resume. So it, it, I'm sure somebody will be uh, enthused to have us on board and um, get that culture up and running because um, we run the same ship. And um, it's, it's unfortunate you you haven't met this guy. Yo, I, I tell you, I keep mentioning us. I was like, yo, I need you to meet Sean one, at least one time. Because I, I, you know, this guy's a spitting image of me. We're the same person. Um, he's slightly taller. Oh, I'm more <laughs> handsome, but he's slightly taller. <laughs> oh man! You know what? You probably right. You probably you probably right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Sean. Uh, I, I'm, <laughs> this is, that's why I quit the podcast. <laughs> Count me at eighty percent. Oh my goodness! He's at eighty percent. Um, but yeah, man. Um, as we do close, though, Sean, uh, some final thoughts on why employees quit bosses and not their jobs. Maybe some, some final. Was it some some insights into your brain how we can be better? Oh yeah, I mean, I I can. Uh, I have I have some understanding of like where some of these failings also happen. Um, part of the issue in a lot of organizations is that. You know, people get moved into management um, out of necessity, but not necessarily because they have all of the management skills. So, like, you could find someone who was, like, an expert. Uh, I don't know. What's what's a, your, your, your best line cook, right, is now, is now a manager because, like, they produced well for the company. But, you know, despite, you know, probably being good at that and maybe being good at management, they might not necessarily possess all the skills that would make for a great manager. So um, I think if your organization can provide it, um, you know, maybe invest in um, invest more in looking for uh, people with the skills that are going to be great at motivating uh, people. You know, and, and not specifically, you know, just, you know, the, the, the person who just happens to be standing there. Because I think a lot of a lot a lot of things break down from that. You know, that's it. True facts span from the man himself. Um, just just be kind to your employees. Oh, yeah. Uh, a kind word goes a long way. Respect goes a long way. If you if you're that type of person where you're fuming, take a second. Just literally take a second, go outside, clear your head, clear your thoughts, uh, come back refreshed, and then go ahead and um, talk with issue or, you know, just take the person to the side. It does not need to be aired out. It it doesn't need to be for everybody to hear. Um, This will make you extremely valuable to any company if you learn this skill. Please uh, take it from two managers that are not hotheads, that are level-headed to begin with, it takes really a long time to get to that space where we're like, well, fuck you too. 
Yeah, man. I'm trying to think like um, what, 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 what it would, what it would, what it would really take for me to get to there. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen you said, yeah, there. So that would be a conversation just... I would be having with my steering wheel as I drove over the establishment. <laughs> I should like, look, man, y'all not gonna get me that hot. It's, it's like, look, uh, like this. It's not that. It's not that serious. Like we, we all can work. <laughs> <laughs> better than this so we get that hot no thanks no thanks uh, it's just you know, a burger again, I'm, like why I'm, are we I'm, fucking I'm, a burger I'm up for the criticism you know but you know mm. calling someone out their name um, there's, there's no there's no place for that there's no place for that as Sean was mentioning, uh, your your company CEO listens to this. See, this is why Sean is your best hire right oh, now. Man. I'm gassing this dude up. Oh, boy. He's the best dude ever. Oh, boy. Clear communicator. <laughs> Handsome as fuck. Oh, well, uh, now. So okay. Gonna... All right. You can count me out of that 80%. I'm, I'm, I'm back on. <laughs> I was putting it in my notice case. Oh, uh, I'm it right now. Okay. Oh, I got man. it. Like I mentioned, uh, we are a video podcast first. Uh, it, it's a it's a truly enjoyable experience if you do watch the both of us. In my opinion, like I said, uh, we're yeah, both man. handsome makes, in our own regards. Uh, the beautiful tan person right here and the, the darker complexion uh, over there. And we're both just makes it, what, light caramel? Is that a thing? You know what? Like, Maybe. Maybe. Right. Maybe. Yeah, I want to say like Carmel. Yeah, if, yeah. if you if you get to watch uh, the show, you get to see my 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 collection of video game t shirts. <laughs> Today, Sean it's does a, rock quite a bit. Yeah, it's a yeah, Street Honda. Fighter edition. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Oh my god, I want that shirt. I have. I think my only Street Fighter shirt is the the Blanca one. My my tank. Okay. You saw me rock quite a bit, but I don't really have any other. Street Fighter shows. I really should get one. If anybody wants to send us one, I'll send you. <laughs> I'll send you my address. Uh, I would love it if you do you send go. any kind of merch. Sure. But other than that, like I was trying to mention, you can catch Sean at Twitter at MetroCardX. Uh, he it. does reply to you. I do not. Do not. Do not tweet <laughs> me at all. Um, if you have any questions or any feedback at all, please, we would love to hear uh, some of your takes at AskChefSalty at gmail.com. And uh, like I mentioned, it is a video podcast. Um, this is live to everywhere else, but you can definitely check us out at YouTube, a Chef Salty Pork podcast. But other than that, ladies and gentlemen, have a good week. The only thing that's up, I, I forgot to do this. The only thing that's up in May is Labor Day weekend. Or Memorial Day. I'm sorry, Memorial Labor Day. Yeah. Memorial Day. Memorial Day weekend. Sean, what are your plans for Memorial Day? That's how we're going to close this. Uh, are we going to well, barbecue? Are we going to queue? Uh, I don't know. I don't know just yet. I got I to gotta see what, what the parents want to do. Maybe we'll, we'll go up there and see them for, uh, oh, that's nice. okay. for Memorial Day. I think I might for just sure. throw like a rib rack real quick. Just mm. let it stew for like six hours or something. You know, just that's it. Not crazy. Or maybe a brisket. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe a brisket. But eh, no, no, a rib. Definitely do ribs. Definitely do ribs. Yeah. Other than that. Peace out, everybody.